Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. I'm Erin. And I'm Brianna. And today we're doing a solo game. But not we. Brianna's doing it. What? You didn't tell me about this. Hold hold, hold the fuck up. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, uh, today's today's show is canceled. I'm sorry. There's been a guest. Bye. It was Bye. nice seeing you. Bye. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm doing a solo game again. Uh, I'm excited because I always like monologuing to myself, and now I have to. Great. <laughs> It's like when someone tells you to clean your room while you were cleaning your room. It's like, well, I don't want to clean anymore. That vibe, but also fun. I'm hyping this up so badly. It's going to be a great I'm time, like, people. I, should I be sorry? <laughs> like, Everyone should apologize for what they've done to me. But yeah, uh, very excited to be back and doing another solo game. Uh, this time I'm not being lured into Fairyland, where I will not conquer Fairyland and instead eat a cheeseburger. No. <sighs> this time is going to be so much stupider. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to that um you're really you're just exploring the whole gamut of solo games that are available to you and I'm so I'm so 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 excited. There's it's nothing very, I like more than so stupidity. <laughs> chaos. Uh I you know I do I do love the chaos that we have on the show. And Thank this you. is right up that alley. It's so up it, there. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? I'm ready to talk about it. I am playing a game. <laughs> you are quarantined with Adam Driver, and he is insisting on reading you his new script. Uh, the game is by Sandy Pug Games. And, uh, buddy. Oh, my God. I just, the title alone gets me. The title alone, that's all you need to know. It's so good. Listeners. Aaron was going through some games. She's like, hey, wouldn't this be funny? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Give me that game now. You also have experience with like screenplay writing yourself, right? Yeah, I was a film major. Um, that, that, there's no joke there. I was a film major. Um, and like a concentration in writing, despite also being a business major with a concentration in sadness. Um, but it's <laughs> so much harder than... I thought, because I had come from like more of a fiction writing background, and I just remember in my, <laughs> my first screenwriting class, my TA gave me my script, just a big ass X over all my description. He's like, oh this God. is a script. This is not a book. Oh. <laughs> but it's okay, listeners, because that TA helped save my GPA because he helped me figure out like the best script. And then I wrote about uh, cannibalism. Amazing. And I got an A on it. And and lo and behold, that uh, idea of cannibalism has carried you through so many years all the way to gameplay. Actually, it has. Um, <laughs> no, I will also say this game was like, how do I put this in a way that Disney will not hunt me down? Um, Adam Driver fascinates me as a human being. Just um, his his acting is... Like, it's fine. His acting's pretty interesting. I, I think I approach him almost in, like, the opposite way that, like, John Oliver does, where if you've seen any of John Oliver's segments, he is, like, weirdly horny for him. As a joke, yeah. we think. Um, and I'm just, like, debatable, fascinated. Like, hmm, I would love to sit down and have coffee with you and just talk to you. And I will never forget, I saw him in a play in New York. Uh, burn Notice? Burn this? Yes, I Burn live- Notice. Yes, yes. And I always, like, I, everyone saw him in the second, in, 
in the, the in the Star Wars movie that Ryan Johnson directed. Name I don't remember. Um, when he showed up and he just turned around and was shirtless, and um, me and the nice man next to me in the theater screamed, mostly out of <laughs> shock that this was happening. Um, I was like, "Oh no, he is he is just over there." I don't understand. But then I saw him in this play, and he was in this very tight, like not tight, but like a short robe, and there was his thighs, and I was like, "Oh." I understand. And then his character was an asshole and he opened his mouth. I was like, never mind, he's awful. But I'm sure, like, as a person, he's fascinating and I'd love to have coffee with him and or be forced to read his script. <laughs> At least in this fantasy simulation, yes. <laughs> but also, yeah, can I just agree um, that, I mean, Adam Driver, uh, it's a very, I support him in all that he does and I do not wish him ill. But in that moment, like the costuming on his like shirtless scene in that Star Wars movie <laughs> was like he had no belly button because he was wearing high waisted leggings and he looked like he was 95% peck. And it was just <laughs> very disconcerting to me. But well, it's called The Last Jedi. The that Last is Jedi. The Star Wars film we are referring to, directed by Mr. Ryan Johnson. Thank you. So I absolutely understand. Again, Adam, I wish you the best. I feel bad about like this. He has also, more money than either of us combined. He does. Almost ever will. But uh, I'm over here like, mm, Adam, that shirt, really? Mm, sweetie pie, why? Well, I mean, now you get to imagine Adam in whatever outfit you want because he's, you... he's in fully clothed suit. Uh, in fact, he's wearing a a uh, a coat over that, despite the fact that it's probably hot in the apartment. Amazing. I, I want to see nothing. No thighs out. You tell him. Like, sun's out, gun's out? Absolutely not. Keep keep those those arms tucked away. Thank you, good sir. <laughs> I'm sure Adam Driver is very lovely, as Aaron said. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to eviscerate his script, and it's going to be great. Hell yeah. Um, now, you get to put big red X's over his descriptors. Big red metaphorical X's, because, no, I did not write this whole script out. What? Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, wow. If this hour just turned into you reading your own script, that would be interesting. Luckily, I don't have a printer, so that can't happen. Printers, am I right? Fuck print. Fuck. We're, don't get me. Don't, don't let me go too far down this segment. But like the beginning of this hellscape we're all in and every company is like, ah, yes. Can you print this out and sign it and then scan it and then upload it? It's like, no, I don't have a printer. Why would I have a printer? Why would I have a machine that is designed to torment me and break and hate me <laughs> and make me fear, feel fear in my own home. And not to mention, like, if you have a scanner, like, you would have to either have, like, a giant-ass office printer or a separate scanner device. And, like, I'm just going to take a picture at this point. These people in their big-ass offices, they're like, just take a, just print it. It's like, no, I will not print anything. And lo and behold, innovation. I will read ebooks as well as physical and audio. Where did that come from, listeners? I don't. I don't know, man. I'm tired. Yeah, it's it's almost the end of December. Um, we're we're so. Oh my God! Wait, but it's Christmas next week. Ah, we're so close. And more importantly, a week from today is Kwanzaa. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Hanukkah already happened, so... Yeah, well, we played a game for Hanukkah. There's we no did. Kwanzaa games. <laughs> we should Actually, look that I up. I don't want to know if there's a <laughs> We should... I'm going to be doing some research. 
but yeah, this this year has been long. It's been tedious. It's been cold. I finally, I don't understand what the Gen Z is talking about because skinny jeans make me look great. What are they talking about? Middle middle parts and skinny jeans make us look old. Great, I am old. I love it. I mean, listen, they'll be wearing skinny jeans again in like 10 years. It's fine. Am I rambling so I don't have to critique Mr. Driver's script? Kind of. Hmm. But maybe. Is that the sign we should move you forward? No. Anyway, going on to. No. Yes, we should. <laughs> let's, we should let's, do, let's talk about the whole history of fashion. It's oh, cyclical God, no. nature. That would be like one minute of me shrugging uncomfortably. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> someone could do it out there. Ask me about Persona 5, though, listeners. And who, boy. <laughs> Also, listeners, if you have anything to say about uh, fashion, uh, come on the show. I'm sure there's a fashion game out there somewhere. You will stump both of us if there are any questions dealing with, like, what year did skinny jeans become popular? And I will be like, I don't fucking know. That's what we'll, we'll do a quiz show on fashion. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, tweet us at GameplayRFP to figure that out. <laughs> All right. Are, are you ready? No, because we have we have ad we have some sponsor reads. We have sponsor reads, Aaron. I can't critique Adam Driver's script without sponsor reads. Oh yes, I suppose we should do that first. Well, let's do that then. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you. Uh, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, Aaron, guess what time it is? Is it time for you to critique Adam Driver? Yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, Hell yes. Do it. Have a great uh, time. When I get sued, uh, it was nice speaking to all of you listeners. Nice speaking to you, Aaron, because us listeners, we're still in this for the long haul. Yes. um, Good luck. Uh, Stay strong. And I'll see you on the other side. Goodbye. Okay, she's gone. Freedom. Now, (laughs) I'm going to go in a little further and kind of describe what this game is truly about, because as much as I gave you kind of an overview. <laughs> There's so much more that I need to kind of do to set the scene to really let you understand. And I will just read kind of the instructions as we're going. Fade in. Amid a global crisis. Yes, this is uh, the global crisis you think it is. You have been quarantined inside your house with Adam Driver, the actor. The circumstances behind how you were locked in your house with Adam Driver are unimportant for the purposes of the game, but you may want to think about them in your free time. I don't want to think about them if I'm th- being completely serious. Why am I in LA? Does he live in LA? Is where does he live? Nope. I don't know where he. I don't know where we are. I'm. We're just in a really nice apartment because I don't want to be in my home. I want to be in his home because I'm sure his home is. We're getting off topic. I'm sorry. Adam Driver has not been idle during this time of isolation and has written several scripts he is insisting you hear. Having nothing better to do, you decide to let him read them to you. Adam Driver has said he is looking forward to hearing your feedback. 
and you're excited to discuss heady themes, symbolism, political and philosophical concepts with the famous actor, Adam Driver. There is one catch. Adam Driver is very, very sensitive to critique, and while you value his work, you are concerned that your attempts to help him find his ideas and voice will be received as attacks, or Adam Driver will respond with overt defensiveness. This would be bad, as you have to live alongside Adam Driver for the foreseeable future, and you don't want to deny the world his work. Okay, in real seriousness, like, he's rich. He could find a new house. This is my house, if he really doesn't like my work. But we're going to play as, as the game asks us to. So to play this game, I need a 20-sided die, some paper, and a listeners, and a strong mental image of the actor Adam Driver. Uh, and to begin, I am imagining that Adam Driver is reading my script. So um, I'm going to roll a 20-sided die, and <laughs> this first roll is to determine the theme, idea, or philosophical concept Adam Driver is attempting to explore in his work. Oh, please God, don't be difficult. Um, um, <laughs> we have technology's effects on love. I feel like that was done in her. However, okay, imagine, imagine Adam Driver is giving you a cons overview of the above concept. Imagine his passions as he explains the themes and what he considers to be accessible language. Uh, imagine his enthusiasm for the piece, picturing the papers in his hands, flapping around as he expresses his ideas. Um, let me just write this down before I forget. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, I'm just, just for you listeners, I'm going to kind of imagine what Adam Driver is talking about. He is obviously going to mention her, the movie. If you haven't heard of that movie, that's the movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix, I think. Uh, and he falls in love with his like Siri counterpart or whatever. Uh, have I seen this movie? No, God, no. Um, not that it's bad. It's just, I don't watch anything. However, he's thinking about it and he really saw it. And like, we're on our phones all day and I'm not going to mimic Adam Driver's accent. I can't do this, but I will pretend like I'm reciting what he has said to me, but we're on our phones all day. We use, we use smart TVs, we use smart refrigerators. Our, our cars can basically drive themselves. In fact, I drove past a self-driving car a few days ago. It's kind of weird as the driver just kind of like stared, arms crossed as the wheel was moving. This is a true story. This isn't me pontificating as Adam Driver. Um, but back to the Adam Driver. Technology influences so much of what we do. And like, of course, and like it even does have an effect on love just on the very basic level. So in, you know, the pre-COVID times, you could go out to a bar, you could go out and see people. But now like you have uh, a lot of dating apps and people are swiping. So like a computer is already figuring out who you're going to meet before you've met them. It's already kind of wiped out a certain amount of people. And this to Adam Driver is like very concerning, especially now that we are trapped together inside. Um, Adam Driver and I is platonic. It's fine. But we are trapped together inside. So like, how are we going to date? How are we going to be out, go out and see people and be able to really kind of hone a connection that wasn't already influenced by an AI that was influenced by man? Oh, gosh. A person has influenced dating, terrifying. But anyway, there's so many other, there's so many other effects that technology has on love. The fact that we can be completely isolated and be fine with it and like not see people, but so many more, but don't worry because Adam Driver is going to express these ideas <laughs> in a movie, in a form of a movie. And please God, don't be a difficult movie. I'm gonna roll another D20. 
Oh, dear God Christ. Okay. Okay. I got a sitcom-esque comedy film. Not what I wanted. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. There's 20 options. I obviously wasn't going to get the one I wanted. Okay. Now I have to do math, which is offensive to me, but I'm going to do it. So I've made note of the two numbers, and now I have to... So if the digits are one to five removed from each other, Adam Driver has created a rough draft, a pretty standard rough draft. I will need to guide him on what needs cutting, what needs revising, but he's like nearly there. He's, he's got a pretty damn good movie. Oh, fuck. Uh, if these numbers are six to nine digits apart. Oh, no. The six to nine digits apart. The script is mostly fine, um, but has one central flaw that Adam keeps coming back to. This may be indicative of some mental or emotional turmoil Adam is going through, or it may just be bad writing. Either way, you're going to have to deal with it. That's not me either. Oh, God. Listeners, we're, we're in this for the long haul. If the numbers are 10 digits apart and Adam, Adam has not communicated what he intended to in his work, but something entirely different. You will need to help him understand the play he has created and where it differs from the play he wanted to create. Oh, it's a play. I thought it was a movie. Oh boy, we already started on the wrong foot here. Okay, so I'm exactly 10 digits apart. So we're fucked. Oh God, okay. Okay, so... It's cool. Cool. <laughs> so Adam is doing his best. Uh, so moving on to section two, the critique. I will now roleplay the script Adam Driver has written, imagining one scene from each step of the below arc story arc diagram. Uh, and just for you listeners, because you are not looking at the story arc, um, the kind of major parts in like a script, um, or at least in a Western script, it's a little different um, in other countries, but like in a, in a Western script, we kind of do... And, especially in a um, Hollywood script, we kind of do this. We have the start. Uh, we have the major inciting incident, which is, oh, I'm not going through script theory with you. I'm sure half of you either know it or the other half don't care. Um, the obstacle to overcome, uh, which leads us to the midpoint where there's, you know, tension. Oh, there's another obstacle overcome. I'm sorry. Then there's tension. Then there's the climax. Then there's the denouement, which is not pronounced correctly, but basically the ending where the... Um, character is kind of con full circle and is now coming back or maybe that's the hero of a thousand faces joseph campbell i don't know we're figuring this out but basically i'm gonna have a bunch of beats i'm gonna hit i'm gonna let you know what beats i'm hitting and we're gonna role play out a script that adam driver has written that's not good um but let me finish this uh i'm role playing out a script that adam driver has written imagining one scene from each step of the below story arc diagram whenever i come to a point of contrivance weak storytelling or narrative inconsistency with the imagined narr narrative. Roll a d20 and write down what's happening in the script in your critique. Remember uh, to word this as kindly as you can to avoid upsetting Adam Driver, the actor who is quarantined in your home for the next several weeks. Okay, so um, basically, because I fucked up my role, I have a work that's completely different. So maybe I'll be able to help Adam completely fix it wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be nice okay so let's get started uh and remember this is a story with the theme of technology's effects on love and it is 
sitcom-esque comedy film. You don't need to sitcom and com whatever. It's the same thing twice. Okay, so we're starting. There is a young woman and she owns a plant store. And in this plant store, the reason she kind of owns this plant store is because she, all around her, people have become so obsessed with their phones, with technology, that people aren't really kind of communicating, communicating, like dealing with nature as much as she appreciates it anymore. Um, so it's not, this isn't why she owned the plant store. This is, she's noticed this as she's been owning the plant store. And so as she's been doing this, uh, running the plant store, she is like, technology is the, the devil and everyone, this is a, a nightmare. And if I am able to take over technology with my plants, if I can like have a, a beacon in the plants, I will be able to control humanity myself. Now, Adam, um, my good friend, what the fuck? Because this is supposed to be about how technology has influenced romance and you have started to veer into how technology is gonna influence taking over the world. So I am going, because I'm just gonna fuck up every single one. I'm gonna roll a die and I have to be nice about this critique. Okay, I rolled a six, which means, oh no, uh, your critique, <laughs> my critique is comes, okay. So I have to critique him. And then I will explain what the six was. Uh, hey, Adam. Um, actually, no. My well, Exactly what my critique said, unfortunately, was perfect for this role as what the fuck, Adam. My critique comes off as overly hostile and negative to Adam Driver, the actor, and he defends his piece furiously. It remains unchanged in the final draft. Mark this as a failure. Oh, God. So we're starting with... We're just starting with the woman with her plant trying to take over the world. Okay, that was the starting scene. But we've already started badly. Okay. Next, we have the inciting incident, uh, which is led up by routine. So the inciting incident, there's this guy who constantly keeps coming in to, you know, buy some plants. And she kind of has like a slight crush on him. Um, and while doing so, she realizes that the plants are kind of like following what he's doing. Um, and she realizes that the technology that she has begun to imbue in the plants, despite her anger at technology being like ubiquitous, she, she had like, in, this is like 3095 or something in the future. Um, but like technology is everything. Like there's like a chip in, in her brain. It's fine. Um, so, oh, this is a sitcom. It's funny that the chip is in her brain. Um, so she's like, oh man, he's really, he's like really nice. And so the, te the, the, the technology and the plants are all like swerve into the guy every time he comes in. And it's like vaguely ominous in the sense of, um, oh my God, what does that play? Little Shop of Horrors, but like not in this, like not too ominous. So then the guy comes in and he has his own plant that's like, old like passed down generation to generation and this plant he's like it was my grandmother's she propagated it and for those who don't know propagating is when you take like a bit of a plant and you put it in water or you put it in soil or you put it in something and you allow the roots to grow so that plant has made a new plant so he's like i propagated it from the year 2018 the plant is a thousand years old but you know, trees can be old. Um, but I just really want to make sure I have the right stuff for this plant. 
and she's like oh shit he's cute and he's asking me questions but weirdly enough because her plant store is so futuristic she doesn't know what to do so he like walks into the store and he trips because tripping is funny according to anime and then she like manages to catch it just perfectly the soil the the roots nothing is harmed and the plants all around seem to almost coo in what seems almost cute but like in a kind of terrifying way um but she doesn't even notice that she's too busy focusing on this guy who's looking at her with such like gratefulness and such happiness that she's managed to save this super old plant and he is like wow that's y'all i don't know sitcoms i think you're learning a, a quick thing about me but he's like you know what this this was great i was um thank you so much um like can i get to know your name and she's just looking at him in his eyes and then that's it yeah that's it so let me, oh, uh, I have to give critique to Adam. Uh, Adam, I really feel like that, first of all, how is there technology in plants? That kind of negates the entire, if there really is technology in like the leaves of plants, that's really fucking weird. Um, but Adam, this isn't a sitcom. This is becoming like a weird, <laughs> this is becoming a rom-com. Did you misread that note that was, that you were writing? Wow. Oh, okay. We can make this work. But okay, it's it's a it's a rom com now. If it's a rom com, the plants kind of co coalescing in on this couple that have just met doesn't feel cute and cuddly. I think as you want it to, it feels more like threatening. Like Adam, I I feel very unsafe for this girl who has a chip in her head and technology in her plants, knowing that she thinks this dude is hot who has plants that like have nothing to do with technology i'm a little worried for her so please god don't fuck up every <sighs> so i rolled a one and it says if you rolled below a four adam driver reacts especially poorly going so far as to radically alter the script to spite you or himself it is unclear an important character is killed unceremoniously or extra ceremoniously and the villain of the piece gains an overwhelming upper hand. Mark the scene as an extreme failure. Oh God. Um. So the scene actually changes because instead of the plants just kind of cooing around him, the plants have instead, um, the plant, he didn't trip, the guy didn't trip of his own volition. Um, one of the pothos that have been imbued with technology actually wrapped their, their little, uh, <laughs> Vines, pothosy limbs, I don't know, around his leg, yanking him down. So not only does she not catch the plant beginning this romance, the it, it just shatters on the ground and or the pot it's all in shatters on the ground. So like the, the soil is everywhere. The um, roots are everywhere. And as the guy is freaking out and is trying to like pick up the pieces of the plant, God, he, um, the, the other plants the technology imbued plants begin sucking up the the moisture from this thousand year old plant and in like seconds this plant is just gone and this guy is so sad that he is unable to even talk to the main character and she walks away and she is like oh maybe humans are useless maybe i should just give up maybe i really should just focus on technology because who needs people i could have helped him fuck him okay uh we now have changing uh, our main character who has no name 
Her name is no name. It's great. Um, our next thing is the obstacle to overcome. Oh God, we already have a nightmare of an, of an issue. So now that she's become a little closer with all these plants, she doesn't go outside anymore. Like people come in every once in a while and they, they buy stuff. They interact with her, but she doesn't really interact with them. She actually begins speaking to the plants as though they are listening, as though they are human. And she asks for their opinion. And weirdly enough, the plants begin to, um, move and like answer her and listen to her and this is going straight off the rails from a sci-fi or excuse me off from a, a sitcom this is going into like a horror movie the plants are like wrapping themselves around their her arms um and like if she has a question like they're beginning to like move and like answer and like pulsate on her arms and she's like becoming so happy because like she loves her plants but is it the plants that are doing it or is it the technology that is controlling the plants and so she goes um a customer comes in and they they really want like a uh, i don't know a cactus yeah they want a cactus um for their their office because <laughs> in 30 95 whatever year i said we're in we're still in offices we don't get to work from home sob but yeah so she goes to help him she goes to the back to find a cactus and the plants that are on her arms that are trailing with her they sense danger and so they like squeeze her arms and she's like hold the fuck up what's happening and then like the cactus that she has in her hand like shoots out of her hand and like this could have been an inciting incident. Well, you know, Adam's doing his best. Um, shoots out of her hand and like stabs the dude in the heart. And she's like, oh my God, what have I done? And the plants are like, hello. And she's like, oh fucking Christ. They're speaking to me. I've lost my mind. And like this dude is like <gasps> bleeding out on the floor. It's a very small cactus. So like, it's, he's not bleeding out. He's just not having a good time. And they're like, kill him and she's like whoa whoa i'm not i'm not gonna fucking kill this dude and she's like oh okay the plants that are wrapped around me need to get off and like they get tighter and tighter and the little chip in her head is like we're listening kill him and she's like whoa 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 because she can like still feel like part of her brain is like kill him kill him and she's like no 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 no, what the fuck and she like tries to dig because like there's an on off switch because legally they had to put an on off switch on the brain uh chips but like it's broken so she hits it off and it's like you can't get rid of us and she's like oh my god so she's like ripping she's never like hurt a plant before like if she's ever stepped on a leaf she like cried for three days but now she's like trying to rip the vines off her arm and they're like no and so like the other vines like wrap around the door and she's just like trying to scream and this dude is still like laying on the floor and he's like like not dead he's just like kind of uncomfortable now and it's like this is a very weird thing to watch and also his little brain chip is like she's going to kill you because like i don't know i guess he knows he's not the main character so she's like trying to like rip these things off and she's just doing her damn best and it's like oh my god i if only i hadn't driven that hot man away maybe he had the key because he did have one of the oldest plants on existence i i need it what is going on this technology that is imbued with the plants i feel like it is trying to change me uh adam what the fuck this has gone so quickly this is the critique by the way this has gone so quickly away from sitcom we are not a sitcom this is a horror movie. this is a sci-fi horror movie why are the plants in her brain 
I like it. I like that. I, even though you've gone completely in the complete wrong direction, I'm enjoying it. I still want to know how they got the the technology in the leaves. That's crazy. Like, was that like in the water? Or was it kind of like imbued in the water? I also, I need the dude to die. Like, it, I feel like him kind of getting killed, like, is fine. I, I, <laughs> I feel like you either got to go hard or go home. You can't have see this. You have to make sure, like, the dude dies while he's on the floor. The... Things are happening and I really like it. I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. So like, just keep it going, keep it going. Now, listeners, please God, get me a success. Please get me a success. I can't, I can't keep doing this. Oh, thank God. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just so tired of failing. Okay, so um, Adam Driver responded well, uh, but I have to create an alternative narrative uh, or a hypothetical to explain how the theme or concept fails to match his expectations. What does it look like? We've had two failures, a failure, an extreme failure, and a success. Thank God. But he just wants to make sure that, um, well, yeah, actually this, I did it already because like his theme is no longer the, the, the concept, his concept was never the concept as it has been. It has changed so drastically that even if though I, it's like, I am trying to create this show on the fly and not Adam Driver, but we're all good. So now we have, okay, we have the midpoint. So she runs to seek out the, the, the guy who had like bought the, oh, the dude is dead from the plants. It's fine. He took my advice. Um, so she managed to break out of the plant store and like the plants are like trailing after her. Um, but they don't go too far cause they're like on hooks. And she manages to run into that guy from earlier. And she's like, I think something's wrong. And like her chip starts twitching and it's like, why are you leaving us? And she's like, Oh my God. And she's like, I need to dig this out. It's not turning off. And like suddenly all the plants, around her like the trees the grass they're all kind of like swaying towards her like where are you going and she's like uh-uh this is fucked up and so she manages to find him through plot convenience and he's like person with no name because i didn't name anyone um what what's going on she's like i need your help the plant you had is it okay and she's like he's he's like no what the fuck it like the soul got sucked out by your fucked up plants and in her mind it's like good and she's like no, no no shut up and he's like oh my god has it infected you too and he like shows her a section in his head that looks like he's like carved out the chip um and she's like I, I don't know what to do I just I, I my plants have gone crazy and they killed a guy and he's like all right we're gonna have to go to the resistance yeah I didn't want any Star Wars references and yet here we are so anyway like go to the resistance real quickly because I'm running out of out of steam, energy, time, life. And they're like all these people, they have like little like scars on their head because they've all had that chip removed because like they don't need to know what's trending on BuzzFeed at 3 a.m. when they wake up, despite the fact that this uh, person who is talking does that exact thing. Bad for your eyes, kids. Um, so they go in and they manage to like find things and they're like, okay, Together, we're gonna take out the technology from the plants. I'm like, how do we do that? And they're like, you know how they've been feeding them water? Well, the water's been infused with this these technology microbites. I don't fucking know. And however, we need to give them Gatorade. It's what the plants crave. And it's electrolytes, in fact, in the Gatorade, which still exists in 3000. Like, good on you. That's good branding, Gatorade. Um, and they're like, okay. So they like have these like 
fire trucks of Gatorade um, just set up to like take down the plants and they're gonna water all the plants. Like it's a little, a little salty, but like, it's fine. Like when they kind of purify the water, they'll like fix all the plants. Like no, no plants will be harmed in this except for the one she ripped off her arm. And they're like, we're gonna do it together. We will. And she turns to the guy who also has no name. She's like, yeah, he's like, don't worry. My grandmother has more plants to propagate. I just, I really like that one. I grew it since I was like, a teenager they're I don't know they're like 28 29 I don't know and she's like yeah and he like reaches for her hand because it's a scary situation and he reaches she reaches back and it's just a nice sweet moment Adam what the fuck this is a sitcom how did this become an action movie I love it I I love that you brought in that reference from Idiocracy which is a film in fact the uh, electrolytes is what the plants crave um I'm not sure that's a reference most people are going to get, uh, both Adam Driver and Brianna, who is narrating this whole thing. But if you haven't, that, that is a film. I, I'm interested to see how they're going to purify the water, just because it, it seems like if the water is imbued with the technology and everyone's like ripped out their chips, like I feel like the, the government or something would find this out. So, yeah. That's the only issue I kind of have, but I do really like how like they found the resistance, which I, okay, Adam, I get it. Like you weren't in the resistance in Star Wars. And so you need the resistance in this movie. But I do really like how it became like, it went from like such a small town girl uh, living in a lonely world to really kind of building to this like massive world building thing. Uh, and now I'm gonna roll. Please, Adam, don't take my critique badly. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Adam is confused by my critiques despite my best effort. He will likely make changes, but they will not necessarily improve this, the work in any way. Mark the scene as a compromise. He gave him Powerade instead of Gatorade. Thanks, Adam. All right. We are at... We are at the another obstacle come. The plants have come. They broke into the the the, the warehouse. I don't know where we are. We're somewhere the warehouse. And people are like, oh no, the plants. And within the plants, they're like, we hear you. I don't know how they hear them because the chips are gone. But no, the chip isn't gone from the main girl's head because she hasn't had that ripped out yet. And she's like, ah, oh, my brain. And then the plants like have attempted to like take over. And so they're like running and running and going. And the plants are like, hello, we will kill you. Um, and so they think they get away, but it turns out they didn't because the plants have taken over a gymnasium, not of students, but like a gym with like gym bros. Oh no, that is the that is the obstacle they have to overcome. So they overcome the obstacle. Well, they that, that's the bad thing. They're just gonna have to do it. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. So um, let me roll, Adam. Honestly, if you change this, I'm fine with that. Wow, Adam, you really like, I, I really like that scene, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam, good good on you for the gym bros. Yeah. Adam, why? Adam. Okay. Okay, so what we have, we have two more. We're almost there, guys. We're getting there. We have the climax, the plants have overtaken the gym bros this is going to be a really weird specific thing but if anyone has seen sailor moon the movie r where the plants have taken over people it's like that like the the vines are wrapped around people someone has like a tree stump like twisted around his arm and they're fighting with God, I don't fucking know Powerade hoses and they're just like and it's great it's almost lightsaber-esque which Adam very cute that's very cute there um 
and they're doing their best. And and so the guy who also who has no name, and I'm never gonna name him, he's like, I have to make sure the plants go down because technology has taken over this world too much. It's taken over the things we love. He, and Adam winks at this point. He's like, you see what I did there? And it's just like, oh God, yeah, I get it. And he's like, he runs in and he goes to the head plant that like I've never mentioned before, but fuck it's here now. And he like takes all this Powerade and just dumps it on it. And you can hear the scream like, and it's just like, that's not what plants sound like, but who gives a fuck? Because they're running, they're fighting. They're, oh no, a Jimbro has just come up to the man who has no name and punched him so hard. You could like see his body, like ricochet off the ground. And the woman who has no name is just like, ah, except like insert his name here, but you know, Adam would give him a name. And so she's doing is she's like, I, I loved plants. I love them so much, but how could they have taken? And then they're like, shut up. And suddenly it all goes quiet because she turns out she is the one who can control the plants. What a twist. What a fucking twist. She is able to control everything. And suddenly they are trying that you she realizes they're afraid of her. They're not just afraid or angry. They're afraid of her and all the gym bros. They turn to her watching and she's like, oh, God. And then she sees the, the guy with no name just like crumpled in a heap. Like Ugh. that would be her name. But like she doesn't have a name. And she's just like, okay, 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 I'll, I'll make this work. So she stares at the plants and they, despite having no eyes, stare back at her through the gym bros. And she's just like, okay, I can do this. And she stares so intensely and raises her hand out. It's kind of like the force, which again, Adam winks and it's like, Adam, I fucking get you were in Star Wars, man. Like, come on. And then the plants hear like a scream and it's just like and everything is drastic and terrible and then this like silvery goo melts out of the plants which is kind of nasty it's like there's like a pus in them but like leaves are not that thick um and she's just like ah and so the pus kind of spills out and that is the technology spilling out and suddenly with the technology gone all the plants are just greener and more beautiful and just a brighter place and the dude with no name she turns she runs to him and she's like person who has no name we've done it and then he doesn't move and it's sad because similar to the plant he had brought into the shop he too has been sucked of life he's not like a, a husk like we're not he's not like a mummy but like it's just it's sad and she cries one perfect tear and where that tear lands a tree begins to sprout Adam, what the actual fuck? Like, there were so many references to Star Wars here. Like, we get it. We get you were in Star Wars. It was very cool, but you said it like 800,000 times since we've been stuck in this fucking place. But like, okay, like the fourth? Cute, I guess. But okay, whatever. It's fine. Um, I did like the ending. It was a little cheesy as fuck that she ended up being the chosen one that she discovered it like at the last minute. But you know what? I liked it. They worked together. It was a little sad, a little bittersweet. That homeboy is dead did like her oh her tear brought back a tree not him okay this isn't tangled okay we're only stealing one disney property here um yeah star wars is disney adam keep up come on star has been disney for a while anyway um yeah i i really liked it i i almost wish this is just maybe the romantic in me because you started this as a sitcom adam what the fuck I really wish that you had that he had lived and i wish that we knew a few more characters but like 
honestly, we don't even know the characters, the main characters. They don't have a name. You should really work on that, Adam. But I like it. I really like it. Yeah. Please, God, roll something good. Y'all. Y'all, I got 20, which means I successfully conveyed my critique to Adam, which seemed genuine, supportive, and helpful to him. This scene is a fucking success. Oh my God. Okay, now we're at the denouement. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. So, they have a funeral for a man with no name. It is beautiful. It is covered with the plants that his grandmother had. His grandmother had a big ass plant. They could sacrifice a few leaves. Everyone from the town is there because suddenly all the technology in their brains has stopped because it was all in the groundwater with the plants. I don't know. I it start Adam says it started with technology and now it's gone to nature. Nature versus nurture, nature versus technology. Hmm, theme for next one. He writes this down. But everyone looks around and she realizes that without this terrible technological nightmare that they went through. She would have never got to know him in the short amount of time, this man with no name. And he is so sweet. He was so sweet and so kind. And he taught her that not only are plants beautiful, which is something she's known, but they are living creatures and having this technology force in them is so... Technology can help them. Technology can help you know when to water them, to keep them on track for fertilizer, but you can't use technology to supersede what is their growing process. Nay, for humans, the same thing. We cannot be controlled by uh, technology and that how together we have to connect with each other, to understand each other, to witness how we ex experience the life with each other. And so she cries one single perfect tear and where that tear lands, Oh, just a beautiful bouquet pops up, which is actually kind of fucking annoying, but like, it's fine. And so she turns to her little plant, goes back to her little plant store because all the technology is gone from every plant. It's great. We're fine. The great purging of technology and plants. And she has signed up for an appointment. She's number 574 on the list of people getting that chip out of their brain because everyone simultaneously realized that they need to not have technology in their lives to truly understand nature. Nay, to truly understand love. Adam, that was cheesy as fuck. But you know what? You know what, Adam? That, that I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I I, 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 I know I said before I wish he had lived because I'm, I'm feeling a sap and this is not a sitcom. Dude, we have we've just vastly gone off as a scale. But I, it was sweet. I liked that, um, uh, man with no name really tried and that she was able to kind of overcome that feeling she had where she didn't think she needed people and that she she did now she not only did but like she understood her plants better she understood people better which is like wow like what the fuck like you were starting this to be like a sitcom and you jumped so drastically in another direction but it was just warm and kind and I think I need a drink but you drank the last of the alcohol because you had to get that climax right but okay um but I really enjoyed it and uh I, I just wish that again there were more people 
that we knew because that'd been nice please god we're so close to the end adam um friends i rolled a 14 which means adam is confused earnestly confused by my critique despite my best efforts and he will likely make changes but they will not necessarily improve the work in any way this is a compromise okay guys we're almost done we've seen the whole movie okay we're at the follow-up the wrap cut to 18 months have passed adam driver the hollywood actor has moved out of my apartment thank god and you are working again busily trying to put the events of the quarantine out behind you through a series of convoluted events you end up being the press review desk at your local movie re review website press pass in hand you head to sunday sundance Shit, this is cool. You head to Sundance and settle in to watch a film. You notice Adam Driver in the front row and he is smiling, shaking hands and is clearly excited for whatever is about to come. Really? You don't fucking say hi to him? You live with him. Okay, I'm adding in a part. I give a little wave to Adam Driver and he nods and then turns back to his people because even though we understand that we live together during quarantine, we are in two worlds like Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. Anyway, it is a familiar final version of the script that he read to me so long ago. I distance myself a little from my personal feelings and begin to write a short review of the piece for the website. So um, I'm supposed to write 300 words about this final piece and I can be as brutal as I want because he no longer lives with me. Uh, and so let me do my final review. Adam Driver is a man of many talents. We've seen him in so many films. We've seen him in Star Wars. Weirdly shirtless, as Kylo Ren. We've seen him in Marriage Story, punching a wall, which became a meme, which was entertaining to us all. But here, he did something that many of us talked about doing in quarantine, but never actually did, which was write a script. Nay, write King Lear 2, as Shakespeare apparently wrote King Lear 1 during the Black Plague. He didn't, he didn't get there. He didn't, he didn't get there. Uh, this is not King Lear 2. This might be more like Hamlet 2, the film, which was truly a trash fire in like, beautiful proportions was this a trash fire in beautiful proportions it was a trash fire god i none of the, he never none of the characters had names the premises happened the the plants how do you get technology in a plant adam how do you do that how how you had the basic premise of having technology being about love and yet somehow the technology was in plants not in the humans which is so convoluted and bullfuckery like who what what were you on when you were doing it p.s i know what he was on he was doing all my good shit there were so many references to star wars here that god it was as though we knew that you were in star wars and you forgot and wanted to remind us the plot is thin the the villains are dumb the power read no one saw that movie idiocracy and if they did they didn't like it p.s sorry if you did and so adam i understand that you really thought you did something here but like i just i have to let you know you didn't you didn't do much you you wrote something, you cobbled it together, you got some money to do it, but that doesn't mean what you wrote was an actually good script. Was it entertaining? Yeah, sure. The high budget techno the high budget you had on the CGI for the plants wrapping around that person, the the cactus going into that man's body, the the fact that they ripped out the chips from their heads and it was visceral and gory, sure, that was great. 
But what the actual fuck was the plot? Why did you steal from Tangled? With the tear coming down and plants coming up. Why did he have to die at the end? He, we didn't even fucking know his name. So Adam, next time you think about writing a script, maybe think about the fact that... Give your characters a name. Give your characters a premise. Give your characters a plot. Maybe don't make plants evil. Because your whole thing is hammering how technology has really destroyed us and nature has been harmed by it. But really, you wrote papers. You wrote this on paper, which is from destroyed trees. You made this film, which was a travesty for my eyes. And so for between nature versus nurture and how technology is evil, your film truly is what has hindered me the entire way. Friends, together, we have gone through Adam Driver's film with the people with no name. But you know what? Together, we have done it. I'm going to hope Aaron comes back because I made a whole movie from Adam Driver and I only made 1800 Star Wars references. And now maybe she will free you from the darkness that is my mind. My ears Aaron? were burning. Was someone looking for me? Oh my gosh. Me? Aaron, oh Aaron, what are we going to do? Welcome back. <laughs> I don't I'm know. What, what are we going to do? What happened? Uh, Adam Driver wrote a script and it was a choice. Listeners, did we go through an adventure? Yes. Oh, that's weird. How the fuck did they answer? Wow, that's incredible. we did, Aaron. We went through an adventure together. Sounds like it was fun. It was. It actually, it, it was nice to have the reminder of the basic ideas of how a script works mm -hmm. <laughs> at least in western society because i was like what's after the inciting incident i don't fucking know um it changed a little bit since you last checked no but i forgot uh <laughs> i forgot to give any character a name which i then gave Ooh. adam as the prop the problem i completely changed the premise of this plot which is fine because that was adam's problem <laughs> Isn't it fun to blame all of your problems on a uh, fictional character? Uh, Adam Driver is a real human. So, yeah, it is fun to blame it on him. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> oh, gosh. So you, but, you yeah. think you're getting used to this whole solo game thing? Oh, fuck no. This is weird. Well, great, because you don't have to do another one uh, anytime soon, because next because time it it's my turn. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. So I'm going to, like, sit and watch you. Just like wide ass eyed. And every time you mess okay. something up, I'll be like, hello. No, no, that's a reference to the story Adam Driver told me. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting better. I think it's, I'm learning that uh, <laughs> I can play to the audience that is my own mind. Hell yes. Lonely and awful. <laughs> um. I mean, unless your audience is giving you a standing ovation, that's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> I oh, always I give it. myself zero out of ten. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. It's uh, just... I think the worst is still just being like, ah, every NPC is based on me, which is why no one has names. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many people to keep track of. Not to bring up Critical Role again, but Jesus fucking Christ, how does Matt Mercer keep track of all those characters in his head? Like, sure, he gets paid to do it, but Christ, I can't do it. 
Uh, yeah, he makes a lot of characters ahead of time, I think. Oh, the ahead of time part. <laughs> yes. I Also, he has, like, I think a list of names, technically. So, like, whenever, like, so whenever he is creating a character and they're like, what's your name? He goes, uh, Bethany. <laughs> you know, like, he just pulls. Or you can you just, know, you know, you pull it out of your ass. That also works, too. <laughs> Every jam is different. Every every that's that's the ending. That's the the theme of the week, friends. Every jam is different, whether it's strawberry, blueberry, <laughs> apricot, or whatever the hellscape we all just sat through. Every jam is different. Yep. Um, and every GM is different. Is she said GM? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> every GM and every jam. But taste yeah. all of those GMs and all of those jams. <laughs> Listeners, I am tired. We will we <laughs> will get you all of the tastes here on Gameplay Radio on Radio for Brooklyn. Up no characters is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I am very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Happy holidays, friend. A happy a happy holidays uh, to you and all of our listeners who, uh, should you have holidays ahead of you in the week ahead or whatever. Uh, but in the meantime... Thank you for listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure to follow us at Gameplay RFB on Twitter. And if you're listening on a podcast app, why not leave us a review? Why not also follow us individually? I'm at Aaron is a bird. That's E-R-Y-N is a bird on Twitter and at Aaron K. Levine on Instagram. I'm at CuteBookworm1010. Not the word. And take care of yourselves and each other. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.